Did you know nearly 9 out of 10 businesses nationwide say they more heavily relied on digital tools this year than before? When you think about it, it makes sense. New challenges called for better tech solutions, and Paycom is one of those tools. With Paycom, employees can enter and manage their own HR data in one easy-to-use software. No matter where they are, the mobile app gives them 24-7 access. How prepared is your company for the next new challenge? You should check out Paycom.com. This is Cody Allen's podcast. This is Cody Cast. Well, he's actually one of my favorite people in the world. I love Keith Urban. I love his music. His performances are always amazing. He's such a great entertainer. And I always feel great after I talk to him. Like, everything feels better <laughs> after Keith has spoken. Um, and so that's one of the things I got out of this particular conversation. So I hope you enjoy Keith Urban on this Cody Cast podcast. Cody, it's Keith. Yo, and the crowd goes wild. The, the crowd of one. Oh, oh, it's so 2020. I know. It's me and the dog, and that's as good as it gets right now here, Keith. It's better than being in the dog house. <laughs> that's true. Where are you? Not in the dog house. No. Okay, good. Which that's is good. good. <laughs> I'm in my studio, which may be the dog house. Uh, no, I'm in my studio here in Nashville. Nice, nice. Are mm-hmm. you finishing up uh, the album right now? Because we've got uh, just a little while here to wait uh, before it's out on yes. September 18th. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm finishing it up as as I speak. It. I love the title of this, by the way. It's called The Speed of Now Part 1. So yep. what exactly is the speed of now? Because I can't figure it out at this moment. Um, <laughs> I love this sort of play on this moment, really kind of. It is uh, an odd time. So um, I just sent you a picture of the studio so you know where I'm sitting. Um, okay. um, this title actually came to me September, October last year, really strangely enough, Um and and even stranger is the reason for that title, and it was really due to the fact that I was traveling around quite a bit. We played over in Europe in May in uh, the earlier part of last year, maybe Septemberish or so. And everywhere I went, I found I felt like people were just going faster and faster, and life was going faster, and people were busier and it was just way it was just insane airports were packed and frios are packed just, everything's packed and i i remember thinking to myself on one of those trips where is this all heading like this is unsustainable this just feels absolutely out of control i wonder where this is all heading and so the title came to me because it was almost a uh I wouldn't say ironic, but sort of a a social commentary dig at the fact that even the present moment, the now, which is meant to be free of time, even that feels like it's going quicker than it used to. Uh And so it was a sort of a dig at the whole absurdity of everything, the speed of now. Uh, And then all of this hit in February, March, and I was like, good Lord, It, it was it was just I couldn't, I, I couldn't comprehend it, you know. And then I, and then there I am sitting with this title, and I looked at it and went, "Well, I got to change the name of the album." This is who would have thought that this doesn't make any sense now? And I had several good friends of mine who said, "No, I actually think the title yeah. takes on a whole new, whole new meaning. So you should keep it." And that's that's how we've ended up with this title that came last year. Yeah, it's it's almost mm. kind of prophetic how it all came together then. Um, and it obviously is part one. You say by the 
the name of the album. So is there a part two? Yeah. So I, because I'd been recording for the better part of it, it actually, it'll be, it'll be coming up on almost two years. Uh, I started recording towards the end of, uh, 2018, uh, and all the way through 19. So, uh, I ended up with lots and lots of songs mm -hmm. and thought, I'm not a fan of huge albums. I'm not a fan of double albums. Uh, I'll, I'll piece together the ones that feel like they're right now. Uh, and so the speed of now part one is, it's a full album. I'm not sure the final mm -hmm. track listing, but it's, it's not an EP. It's a full album. And the next one will be too, whenever that comes out sometime next year. Cool. When it comes to this moment, a lot of inspiration, I would imagine, as a songwriter um, going into this time and sort of feeling different things. We're all f feeling different emotions. Has that played in at all to the album, the songwriting? Have you switched things up a little bit based on where we're at? Yeah, it has played into it. Uh, even so much as new material has come that I've now had the time to turn into a record and, and put onto this album. One song in particular called Out the Cage, which... Uh, I wrote with uh, it's a really cool artist in Atlanta, Georgia, named Breland, who you're probably familiar with. Mm -hmm. He has a song called My Truck and a few other songs. And anyway, I got I was interested in him, so I, I cold called him out, out of the blue. Got his number, called him out of the blue, and we <laughs> talked. We talked for like an hour on the phone, and I'm like, man, we should we should write and see what happens if we write not you know not for any particular reason just just create let's just see what happens and we wrote a song and then we wrote another song and then we wrote a third song and the third song we wrote was one where i just had this wild wacky drum groove and i said let's just write something crazy to this thing and what was weighing on our mind the most was a sense of uh a sort of not just oppression, but it really inspired from lockdown, mm. quarantining, not being able to go anywhere and wanting to be released from that. And then both realizing that metaphor applies to so many people in so many different situations mm -hmm. of all kinds of op oppression and just dead end jobs, unfulfilled lives, just stuck, mm. you know, for all kinds of reasons. And you just want to take off running and be released from it all. And so we wrote this song called Out the Cage, and that, that would be on the record totally and fully inspired by this, this period. Yeah. There's my dog. I don't know if you can hear that. He wants out the cage. He, <laughs> he wants out the doghouse and the cage. Um, <laughs> when it comes to touring and playing for people, um, I know you love the road life and you love performing. So how are you coping with that? Um, I've been lucky to also love being in the studio. I know I know a lot of artists that being in the studio is just like going to the dentist for them. I think they just they want to get in, sing and then get the heck out and, you know, go fishing. I love being in the studio. So uh, it's been the other. I guess it's the other stage yeah. for me. You know, when I don't have the real one, I get to come in here. But um, I've missed playing live terribly because it's a huge part of what I do. I love your latest song. We're all hearing God whispered your name these days. And um, you you didn't write this one. I'm always interested in songs you didn't write because, mm. again, all your stuff seems to always come from um, your genius. But when it comes to this song, it must have spoke to you in some way. Um, and, and how was it when you first heard it? Yeah, Chris, uh, four guys, Chris August, Shai Carter, Micah Carter, and uh, James Slater were the four writers on this song. And they sent it to me. 
And, you know, obviously I write a lot of songs, but every now and then I hear a song that it just, I don't know, it just speaks to me, you know, and, and I heard that opening line, I was so cold and lost, nothing seemed to ring true. I couldn't bear the cross of everything I've been through. And I it just, I knew that, I know that place. I know that guy. It felt so much about my, my own life and my own journey that I, I just knew I had to cut it. Uh, you're a real spiritual guy too. Um, in what ways is sort of you had light bulb moments where you felt spoken to or God spoke to you and said, hey, this is where you should go or do this, do that. I mean, I think we all have sort of crossroads sometimes we, and, and moments where we have to make decisions and we sort of lean on that spiritual sense. I'm a work in progress, Cody. <laughs> you know, um, head full of knowledge and a life full of mistakes. Uh, I, I, I'm always trying to apply the things I know that I should be doing, and it's things are much easier said than done a lot of the time. So, but I, I do feel very grateful to have learned a lot of the things that I've gotten to learn the hard way and get to apply those in my life today. So I think um, I've got any amount of those kind of uh, experiences of all kinds of natures. I guess people have different names for those moments. Um, but, uh, I, you know, let me, let me phrase it this way. Mm-hmm. When my, my father passed away about four years ago and I feel closer to him now than I ever did when he was alive. So, you know, that, that's, that's where I, that's my, my relationship with, uh, with that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Sunday Rose is about to be 12 years old. You'll need some, uh, Mm. probably some, uh, spiritual guidance whenever she turns into a teen, because, you know, you know, it's a different phase when you have a teenager. So are you ready? Are you excited? Where are you at in that sort of mental process? I wouldn't say I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) I I want to make sure uh, I know what I'm doing. And I, I guess that just, I just have to come back down to the moment and really, uh, boy, it takes a village. Never has a saying been so true when it comes to that. Uh, thank goodness. Nothing I'm about to enter into with our kids is, is uncharted waters. Others have been through it. I can call other people for help. Uh, and I, I know some really good dads for all that sort of stuff, but, I feel grateful that I get to do it, that I get to be, you know, uh, have that journey with these girls. Well, having been there, I mean, I got to say that it's not as bad as people make it out to be. And I found my kids when they were teens, like those teenage years were really fun. They become like these young adults who you can have like real conversations with. So um, it is something to be very, you know, excited about. (laughs) And I am ultimately, of course, you know, it's, uh, it's just I just obviously I want to do a good job, right? Yeah, yeah right on. <laughs> um, speaking of good jobs, we're excited about your hosting the ACMs. As this sort of pandemic maybe sort of is in a different phase by then, we hope. Um, so where is that right now? And I guess every everything's rolling forward with that, right? It is at this stage. Yeah, I don't still don't know all the intricacies of how we're going to pull it off, but uh, I will be live. I know that much. Uh, <laughs> somewhere here in Nashville. Uh, I will be there and I don't know if we're going to do, I know there's been a lot of talk about utilizing some different venues around town to do live crosses over to people performing at different places. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure if there's going to be any audience involved in any way, shape or form. I, it, I guess it's still a little ways off. So yeah. we'll, we'll see how the rest of the phases in openings yeah. go and how this, uh, 
how this unforeseen future unfolds in the next few months. Fingers crossed. Let's hope it all comes together. Yeah, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and real quick, are you going to trickle out any new music here in the next little while? We've got the single. We've got Polaroid. What else is coming? Yeah, I do have another song coming soon that we're trying to shoot a video for right now. That's proving difficult. Actually, we're trying to shoot two different videos right now so i got a, I got a few things happening here um i'm just i'm actually i'm just anxious to have more music come out so that it, you can start to get more of a sense of the uh breadth of this first album because um one or two songs definitely don't give you an idea of what else is coming okay i got your text of the studio you're in beautiful setup i mean awesome yeah, it's a good space. It's not big, but it's, it's it's super cozy. Keith, thank you for the time. Really appreciate it. You know, I love you. Take care. I love you too, Cody. Always good to talk to you, man. We'll see you soon, I hope. <laughs> you got you debt. Yeah, me too. Thanks for listening to Cody Cast. Follow Cody right now at Cody Allen on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Hear Cody on hundreds of radio stations every day. And watch Cody on Hot 20 this weekend, Saturday and Sunday at 9 a.m., 8 central on CMT. Bye for now. Ever wondered why there are two ways to spell donuts? Or why some people think you can find water underground just by wandering around with a stick? Believe it or not, this is stuff you should know. You know the podcast with over a billion listens. It's now for your eyes, so you can read it. Stuff You Should Know, an incomplete compendium of mostly interesting things, covers everything from the origin of the Murphy bed to why people get lost. Pre-order at StuffYouShouldKnow.com or wherever books are sold.